0: Hello, my loves. This is Y.O. Lee, and you're listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share stories about our sex lives in an effort to help everyone around the world have better sex. And my guest today is with me sitting on the floor of my hotel room at the New York, New York in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome, Ron. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Will you please give our listeners just a little snapshot about you? So they like just your background first and then we'll get into the sex stuff. Sure,
1: you bet. So I am a 46 year old man. I identify as completely straight. Uh, Grew up in a fairly conservative area of the country, like a cattle ranching community in the mountains near Lake Tahoe. Uh, I am a Politically, I would identify as a libertarian. Uh, I work in the firearms industry, so I have an interesting sort of perspective in that direction. Um, And I am currently single.
0: Okay, great. Now, let's get into the sex parts. Okay. What, into the sex parts? Let's get, not, that's not exactly what I meant, but, uh, but it is. So what do you remember growing up? Did you get a sex talk? Do you remember how your parents talked about sex or felt about it?
1: So I come from a, a divorced family, grew up with a single mom. I had a, a guy referred to as my stepdad because she dated him forever. And I don't remember ever getting an official sex talk. What I do remember is we had a copy of a book, which I actually heard referenced in one of your other podcasts. It has these very comical diagrams that were very clinical, but also, like a, a pudgy middle aged couple, and exactly oh, yeah. the ins and outs of how sex works and the specifics of reproductive sex, at least. Yeah. Um, so, I don't remember ever getting a, a specific, hey, this is how it works kind of thing. Uh, my stepdad had been a, a Marine, so he was very vocal and um, pretty crass and vulgar. I mean, okay. it, it went with his racism and all the other terrible traits he picked yeah. up in his life, but. Um, Never anything like this is how it works. And-
0: right. Because there's like the vulgarity, but then there's the openness. And I yeah. feel like those are different it, things. You yeah, totally
1: miss the openness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. That's a weird irony, actually. So do did you get a sex education in school?
1: I we did have a sex ed class. Uh it was very, again, clinical, very it, it was actually surprisingly for the late 1980s, early 1990s with like George Bush in, in the presidency, yeah. the kind of place where, uh, again, very uptight and churchy, I was surprised at how open it was as far as at least being realistic in the school system. Okay. Uh, they, they covered things like contraception and uh, at the time we called them STDs. I'm not sure how we refer to them these days. It was very clinical, though, again, mm-hmm. uh, like this is how it works and be careful and these are your options. And
0: Did they show you the gross pictures?
1: I don't remember okay. gross pictures. Okay.
0: Then maybe not because I feel like you would remember. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I don't remember them threatening us or, okay. or trying to intimidate us.
0: And then do you remember how old were you? Well, first of all, did you have friends who talked about sex? Oh, did yeah. You, yeah. What was your first like?
1: So exposure came like all through life. I mean, okay. that, as far back as I can remember uh, to even include at one point we lived in a house next door to a family where there was a girl who was probably two or three years older than me, and Mm -hmm. we're talking like eight and Mm -hmm. 11-ish, who had uh, sort of exposed herself and like talked about different- Like literally exposed herself? Yes, yes. like boobs or- Yeah, would like uh, nakedly jump on the bed for the the neighborhood boys to watch. And um, at some point, and I have a vague recollection of it, there was a, a moment in the closet with, like, some written instructions, and I, I, I don't know if it was, like, playing doctor or playing house, but something along those lines, like, Ronnie oh will my touch God. me here. And, I definitely and... <laughs> played
0: doctor when I was little, and I haven't thought about that. I, <laughs> like, the details are very vague, but yes. So,
1: and the only reason it really stands out in my mind is that she had written these things on a, on a piece of paper, which oh. my parents found. Oh, shit. So there was a discussion about it, which led to, like, talking to their parents. And I think it may have revealed some things going on over in that household okay. that may not have been pleasant. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I was sheltered from that. So I okay. uh, I sort of kind of blocked that stuff out as far as uh, – block it out, but it's, it's just a vague memory that yeah. I, I don't really yeah. – can't draw on. As far as talking about sex – it was the 1980s. I was a heavy metal kid, so half the reason I got into music in the first place was because surely something's got to help me get laid. <laughs> so um, it was it was always a topic of conversation, and I think it was it was fairly realistic and at least like the way that it works, kind of stuff. Um,
0: Did your was your family religious?
1: No, okay. um, I, I don't come from a religious family. Uh, my mom is very straight laced. Okay. Uh, doesn't swear. She'll say things like "Oh, ding, dang, darn it," and <laughs> doesn't drink alcohol. Uh, ne- I don't think she's ever done any drugs whatsoever. Okay. Um, so, but very sweet woman. Like
0: she a was, nice family. Yes. Nice yeah, family. Yeah. yeah. And and not
1: yeah. not judgmental. Very very open and 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 sweet. Okay. So.
0: And when did you first have sex with a partner?
1: Man, I can tell you the day. Oh, tell me the day. <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm super fortunate in, in the, my losing my virginity experience. There was some other like heavy petting and playing playing around Which we'll stuff. Which we'll get to. With, with, but I'm
0: starting with a partner today. But, but with why. this
1: one, um, I was seeing a girl who I absolutely loved. And I believe that at the time she loved me as well. And we were like this heavy metal power couple. Everybody called her Barbie. And they, you know. I was the long haired kid with this beautiful girlfriend, and December 17th, 1990. Okay. She knocked on my door and came over, and I was like, Oh, hey, what are you doing here? And it was sort of a pushed me down. And she brought her boombox, or no, she brought a cassette over that was basically Aerosmith's Angel on loop.
0: No. Over
1: and over and (laughs) over again. And uh, and we just that song? Yeah yeah and and we sat we laid on my bed and uh lost our virginity to each other Mm. uh it was very sweet and while i don't think that she enjoyed it as much as i did Mm -hmm. um it was it was something that we continued to do and as we sort of found our stride as teenagers enjoyed it much more that's great
0: and did you guys use protection
1: yes okay yes and that was like in 1990 so it was you know still sort of the, the height of the aids scare yeah, uh, where it was absolutely terrifying I, I, that I do remember being being something that was drilled into us. But I, I lost a cousin to AIDS very oh, early on. So
2: oh.
0: um,
1: it was something that I was very cognizant of. Mm-hmm. Um, did and, you
0: have the condoms or did she like bring them over?
1: I don't remember. I'm, I'm so curious. I, I feel like, like I kids? must have had them like he in preparation. Have. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sure that I did because yeah. I, I'd had them for for as long as I could remember at that point. Um, and I as a a side note on uh december 17th i traditionally will send her a little note that just says like hey how you doing just checking up on you because we're we're still uh friends friendly via social media and like i love seeing her kids growing up and her new husband and all that sort of thing so
0: that's so
2: sweet it's
0: (laughs) ooh yeah how many of you guys out there still uh talk to your first fuck (laughs) <laughs> I'm curious to know I talk to mine every once in a while I don't know what he's doing right now but we're like we're friendly but like we would, we would hang out we just we've been talking about it we just have it I don't know why Um, so okay so that was your first partnered sex experience when did you start masturbating
1: I have a very vivid memory of a schoolmate who actually uh, was was trying to convince me he said hey you gotta try this thing <laughs> we we were probably 14 or 15 uh, junior high schoolish somewhere along there
0: had you and, heard of it before then uh, yeah i
1: was familiar with it i mean it's especially at that age it's it's the kind of thing everybody talks about yeah, and, yeah yeah um and he he had this method where he used a a sandwich bag and basically had sex with the couch cushions and he sort of demonstrated it for wait, me
0: wait i don't get it wait like it goes over yeah Can you as, it? <laughs> <laughs> he
1: he basically used it as as an uh, a replacement condom
0: Oh and then I had see. sex
1: with the couch cushions in the family room.
0: Were and, very tight couch cushions?
1: I, I don't know. I I well, and at the time I thought, gosh, this is kind of weird and you know being at fourteen or fifteen and um, it, there's all that sexual mm-hmm. confusion going on and, like the
0: energy and I was like,
1: ah, I don't know, but then after he'd we he broached the subject with me, I was like, wow, oh, I wonder oh, that you know I might I might enjoy that myself. And, Did you
0: try it with his couch cushion? No. Oh. <laughs> no no no. <laughs> I was imagining a scene no. <laughs> with two no, young, I, I didn't try with my couch cushions either. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I I was about to be very excited if it was like both of you like couch fucking <laughs> side by side with a
1: I'm sorry to disappoint you on that one. No, it was just like a solo exploration kind of thing. Okay, and uh, I, I mean would, that
0: makes more sense. But yeah, yeah that makes uh, and sense. And
1: that was that was my first exposure to it, mm-hmm. which led me to to sort of broach the idea in my, in my own head. And from then it was, uh, I I would dare say chronic yeah and great and and even to today did you ever
0: get sores like did you ever do it so much oh i have
1: i have rubbed it so horribly that oh yeah that i that i the hard thing about being a like a single man is that you don't know when sex is coming yeah you're always sort of like
0: well maybe today is the day i guess i could go out and like get it yeah wherever
1: where so so for men if you find yourself in a zealous position like that, and I, I speak again from a from a totally straight, not mm-hmm. like cis male perspective, and I don't mean any disrespect when I say those things when no, I when I say true. men and women. Yeah. Um in, in this case, what I mean is like, I, I don't know when I'm gonna have sex again. Mm-hmm. So having done that sort of thing, and then you realize, oh man, I have rubbed my ding dong so horribly that you know there there's like scabs or rough spots. Yeah great and oh. then you meet somebody and they're like hey what's going on how you doing you're like oh great today's the day and i've ruined it oh. <laughs> i ruined it by rubbing it four times yesterday and
2: yeah so that
1: that has happened once or twice
0: what do you do um you
1: i just generally avoid sex for a okay. day or so until it heals up and got, got it, got you got realize it. that you need to slow down on that kind of thing
0: yeah well oh that's a great point i have never been with anyone who's been like Hey, just so you know, this little sore is from <laughs> masturbation. Uh,
1: yeah, and I, I feel like that's probably one of those like, no, really?
0: Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I'd be like, can I see your test? Like, <laughs> well, but also because I'm at the point where if I'm going to fuck someone, I'm like, let's talk about it ahead of time. And yeah. what do we want? And let's let's make sure we're really into it. Like, it's been a long time since I've had, like, drunken sex on a mountaintop with someone who didn't speak a language. <laughs> 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 it's only been a couple of years, but... Um, yeah, that's a good point. Can I ask another question that this is reminding me of? Just because I've had relatively few dudes so far. Is there, separately from a source, so not talking about like rubbing yourself raw basically, but is there a thing around like saving it up? I feel like some men have it a lot <laughs> and some men don't. And it just seems like, it's is it a personal thing or is there is a real thing?
1: So in my experience, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it, It's one of those... Well, and especially as I've gotten older, and the regenerative abilities of of the body have become less yeah. effective. Um, the you know, at nineteen, I probably could have masturbated and gone on a date, had sex, and maybe once or twice done it. Where now,
0: like, come once or twice on yeah, a date.
1: Yeah, wow. what? Where, where now? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to risk that. Yeah. um uh, you would uh, encounter like performance issues.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so. And and having been married for eight years, there was there were definitely periods in there where there was a lot more solo action going on. And then when the wife is like, "Hey, tonight's the night," and you're like, "Are you fucking kidding me, <laughs> <Hey>, babe?"
2: <but it's laughs> why not didn't the calendar. you? Why
1: didn't you tell me four hours ago before I ruined it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the, absolutely, there's there's a there can be a saving it up sort of thing. Well, and and also in a if you are in an exchange the fluids sort of relationship. Yes. There's absolutely the opportunity to like, I'm going to hold off for a couple of days and mm.
0: then yeah. <laughs> there's
1: there's definitely uh, more available.
0: But then aren't you more likely to come faster? There's like a delicate balance, right? Or does it just depend? I think it definitely depends. Okay, uh, I haven't actually sat down with too many people and explicitly been like, but what are the details and the dynamics <laughs> and the... Because the, there's a balance, right? Oh, and I, I I have... Had plenty of time
1: openly to play with things like that, yeah, from like how often can I do it to how much can I produce to how far can I make it go? Have you measured how much you can produce? I don't think I've ever done that. I don't or think I've ever like aim sat in, like, down like, a and tablespoon and, or something and <laughs> been like tried to actually measure it no, but <laughs> yeah. I've definitely like, like two and a half feet yeah, like tried for distance kind of that's stuff that's amazing so, um, it, It's a thing.
0: <laughs> Have you ever aimed at a bullseye? <laughs> Would you. Um, I want to do that with somebody photographs you have oh yeah wait like, like well like you like aimed?
1: in in uh, like courtships and things like that like hey, look what I made for you. I got this little video.
0: <laughs> oh I love I love that. I love that.
1: Uh, where you, you can send like surprise things. My master
0: kind of thing. used to cut like he would like write my name and like come on it and like yeah. send me a little it, video of it. it exactly I love, the I love same. That. that was like or I mean but again, we had a specific context mm-hmm. in of a relationship where that is like a sweet thing. Right. It's <laughs> no, it's, it's an I'm thinking of everyone. you sort of yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When we when we can't be together oh good anything else about masturbation oh yeah how do you do it what's your like are you a uh, left hand right hand well in hands, the age balls? of
1: computers mm-hmm. i am a left-handed person because you use the mouse with your right hand yeah. <laughs> so the that's that's how it sort of developed over the years since then Interesting. um initially as a as a younger person <laughs> oh, it was i
0: just understood what you meant. Do you mean watching porn? Yes. Yes. It took me that long. Navigating I was the computer. Like, huh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my god.
1: <laughs> yes. Or so good. or if you're engaged in like uh, you know, Facebook chats with someone, uh-huh. like sexting sort of yeah, things. Yeah, you're yeah. still you're still gonna need your, your texting hand yeah. or your That's your why mouse I love hand. the
0: voice text like the, the thumb and then I, do, I I do a lot of voice texting. Ow. I'm too lazy to type stuff out. <laughs> But also I, I do so much computer that. work that my I'm starting to get carpal tunnel. Like I have to uh, do my little hand exercises.
1: I'm afraid that the voice-to-talk translation will absolutely ruin anything that I'm trying to do as far as texting. Like,
0: no, oh, oh, you got to pay it, attention to it, certain it, things. It can't get a simple <laughs>
1: message right. How am I going to expect to translate I'm really
0: that? good at it. I'm <laughs> really good at voice texting. And then once you teach it the certain words that you want it to know, it's like, Pretty on point. Yeah, and then just you get a new experience. phone and
1: it's all ruined.
0: That's true. <laughs> I had to, when Instagram shut me down, I had to wipe my entire phone recently. Like I had to just factory reset to be able to log back into any of my Instagrams. So now all of my, I'm having to reteach it, all of my mm-hmm. words.
1: All the ducking words.
0: All the ducking words. <laughs> so, okay, so left-handed. And so it's usually, is it just like the standard rubby? Oh, we've uh, got yeah. video so we can just. Oh yeah,
1: well, it's, <laughs>
2: it,
1: it's always, So what I found is that, uh, especially, and it it translates into uh, partner sex as well, Mm -hmm. Um, just attention to the tip, Uh, the underside, Mm -hmm. I think it's called the frenulum, Mm -hmm. uh, just beneath the head. That is where all the sensitivity is. Mm -hmm. And uh, in any relationship where I've had the question come up, well, what feels good to you? Mm -hmm. It's really easy to explain that all the attention everywhere, if you don't want to put in any effort whatsoever, right there. That's that's the, the magic spot.
0: And what so, kind of pressure or feeling feels the best for you personally? Um, and are you circumcised?
1: Yes, okay. circumcised. And uh, generally, like, anywhere from light to, I would say, light to medium. Mm-hmm.
0: I, um, and is it more like, is it like rubbing on or is it like stroking on the skin?
1: Uh, I would say like.
0: Like pressure. Like beneath. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it,
1: and it's it, uh, it can be with and without lubrication. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it varies.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you play with your balls when you masturbate? Uh, or do you like ball uh, play in general?
1: Very little. Okay. Very little. And, and both both directions, both partner and solo. It's it's not, yeah. not yeah. much.
0: Yeah, got it. Um okay, cool. Ooh, what about butt stuff? Are you a butt person? So,
1: like uh receiving, uh no, not so much. Um very little exposure to it. And uh on the the giving end, I have for years had almost no interest in it mm. uh, and it and and part of that is is based on some size issues and i guess that's that's a topic that'll come up at some point uh,
0: it's coming up now ha-
1: having having not been in the military or done sports yeah uh, and being a straight male mm-hmm. uh, my exposure to other men's penises in the wild mm-hmm. is very small
0: oh right right right
1: so at, under those circumstances you only know to compare yourself basically to what you see in the world around you which in that exposure setting is porn. Porn, yeah. So for me, I always thought, oh, well, I'm just an average guy. <laughs> and it turns out that I am at least well-endowed. That's great. Considering- Congratulations.
0: And- but also it's a great responsibility. Well, and it's it's
1: sort of a two-way street,
0: a yeah. double-edged sword kind yeah. of thing
1: where, um, coming back to butt stuff, yeah. it's never really been like an option for a lot, of, a lot of partners because either they're not interested in butt stuff whatsoever or they're like yes but definitely not with that mm. so,
0: and, so you're and, not a well, no starter but person and, like, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and for me it's, it, it's never really been an issue anyway because yeah. it's not something i am a uh, romantically i'm a pleaser mm-hmm. i am for me my partner has to be into it otherwise it's not interesting to me at all i don't want mm-hmm. anything that feels obligatory in any way so the whole like Go ahead, have my ass. It's your birthday.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's growth anyway.
1: I, I I don't want that anymore than here's your fucking cake.
0: Right, right. So, yeah.
1: It's it would it requires a very special sort of person who wants to be like, "Hey, this is something I'm into. I really want to do this and I that's what I want." Yeah. Um and I have had some exposure to that now, to where I'm like, "Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I I'm more comfortable with it." than ever it's not again something that's like on my checklist of things like oh well we're going on a date these are the things i would like to accomplish <laughs> right
2: right right. Um, right. it's it,
0: it
1: i can take it or leave it
0: yeah yeah it's on the menu but doesn't need to be yeah. ordered that often okay got it does it feel the same or different from a vagina in your experience
1: absolutely different
0: tell me how please.
1: so um what i have discovered is that uh and, and maybe again it's size issues but uh with vaginal sex Vaginal sex feels pleasurable at any length or depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, oral sex, same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, where anal sex I find is really only pleasurable in the just the tip region.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then from there it's, it's like, sort of it, it feels very lost. Mm-hmm. Um well that's not the case I understand for the partner necessarily. But, not necessarily, but on yeah. the on the men's on on the, the giving end, the give, yeah. what I find is it's very much just a, a sort of just the tip, which
0: which is often for particularly for inexperienced butt sexers, <laughs> uh, the the most uncomfortable part is I, initially I remember when I first started having butt sex a lot. I was like, don't just put it in and out the whole time, go deeper, <laughs> you know, like, like, but and now I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, yeah, do it, try it, you mm-hmm. know, but it's a different it's that's definitely the part where you're like, am I pooping? <laughs> yeah, happening? it's,
2: it's it,
1: it definitely has a different feel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love that we said that explicitly on the podcast. <laughs> um so what are some of your favorite things sexually? Like what or or yeah, tell me.
1: So I I well, I come from the nineteen eighties teenage years. You know, mm-hmm. I, I graduated in nineteen ninety-one. Uh so I was
0: born in nineteen eighty-nine.
1: <laughs> that was the year I lost well,
0: the, <laughs> just before. Just right, before. Right before
1: losing my virginity. <laughs> um so you know, we grew up with videotape pornography and magazines, and if there were any dirty pictures at all, they were in the form of Polaroids. You couldn't take a picture yes. and have it developed.
0: P.S. Just started taking dirty Polaroids. If you want a nudie Polaroid of yourself and you're in Los Angeles, hit me up.
1: <laughs> so um, our exposure to that kind of thing led us to like the golden age of porn that you would yeah. see now. Um, and in my case, I discovered I'm very oral. I, I love, using my mouth um and i I also love receiving oral pleasure but for me if 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 i were limited to one item on the menu it would be it'd be oral in one way or another
2: Mm. um
1: and uh i find as far as like positions um anything doggy style or rear entry has the most um specific pleasurable feelings Mm -hmm. Uh, well
0: also if you're big it's easier to do those well, and, like some and size-wise shape as well. Hard. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: There's Ooh, So are you sort what of are you shape, curvature, like uh straight out and uh, re- like a rainbow,
0: like a down <laughs> rainbow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not, treme- not, a, not, not a right.
1: tremendous arc, but yeah.
0: it's a gentle bend. Yeah. A gentle bend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um,
1: so that, that position for me is, is the most, bl- it also allows the most depth,
0: mm-hmm. um, have you stabbed women? from, Are they like ah? Oh, because I've had that happen, and I'm like
1: ah. Oh. So, uh, things I have discovered is that you can actually knock an IUD out of place, which led to an, oh, inc- an accidental pregnancy.
0: Oh shit! Like,
1: which led to uh it, uh, it was a an ectopic preg- pregnancy. Okay. That, that required termination. Oh, so fuck. that was that was one that's, of those things, and it, it was it was better so, for everybody. In that I know,
0: case. but that's so many levels of tough. Oh yeah. Holy
1: fuck! Yeah, it was interesting, but things that you learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yes, yes, you, you absolutely can <laughs> cause wow. pain and um, and for the right partner, that's that's something they're looking for, right? It, totally. But it, it you you definitely have to be gentle as a pleaser because you don't want to be like, oh hey, it's nice to meet you.
0: <laughs> it, it could be construed as rude. Yeah.
1: Um, so yes.
0: So, okay. So oral stuff, what do you like about it specifically? Like when you're giving it, uh, tell me your,
1: what are your moves? So I, for me, it's, it's everything about it. It's the, the smells, the, the pleasure that you're giving the, the sort of selflessness that comes with it. Again, as a pleaser, it's one of those things that you get to do where you're, you're giving something to somebody and they're on the receiving end. And it's very much fulfilling there's Mm -hmm. there's a a sense of fulfillment in it that you get to give someone something else and Mm -hmm. i used to hate the term making someone come because it sounds forceful but giving an orgasm is it's it's like a gift and being on the receiving end it i i translate the same way where you're like oh what a wonderfully selfless thing and when you have that energy going back and forth where you're doing that with someone and they're enjoying it as much as you are that to me again as a pleaser just swells my heart and since intimacy is my default in any sort of a relationship or exchange for me that's huge yeah Uh, if if it's a like a one-time sort of thing and thanks and goodbye kind of uh encounter i always feel like man that was great i I feel like i i got and i gave and for me that's super fulfilling
0: that's great so you're able to craft these moments of intimacy even if it's a one-time Awesome. It,
1: well, and for me, any sort of romantic, well, let's back that up. Any sort of sexual uh, contact requires at least a minimum of
0: intimacy. And I mean, what do you, how do you judge that? Like, what are your criteria? Or is it, it just a feeling?
1: It, uh, it, oh, it's definitely just a feeling. Uh, and in my case, uh, I, on my bucket list is still one night stand just a straight one night stand with somebody i've never uh, whose name i don't even know because i've never had anything like that yeah. all of my encounters have always been with people i'm acquainted with or i knew in one way or another mm-hmm. or i've been friends with in mm-hmm. some fashion or a co-worker or something Same. so it's never been a, a straight like oh hey it's nice to meet you yeah
2: um
1: so that, that's like on my list of things to like yeah. okay i need to at least accomplish that and see if it's Something me too. I've never
0: had a one night stand. I'm not I'm not like dying to have one, but I the few times where I thought I was gonna have one, like I was leaving for South America and I met a guy at a party, and it was the first time I'd ever been like this I is, just met you. Do you wanna come home with me? And then I like invited him home and I was driving home. We drove separately, because Los Angeles, car culture. And I was like, Oh my god, what am I doing? Am I gonna have sex with him? I will have sex with him. <gasps> my first one night stand, but then we saw each other a couple more times before i left like i thought because he was supposed to be traveling like he was a producer and worked for a tv show that was and he was busy working and then when i was in south america like he would write me crazy emails that was like are we in love and i was like no we're not in love what no we're not and then and like we definitely were not because i did see him one more time when i got back and we had really disconnected he's a lovely human but we it was like very disconnected and i was like Oh, what the fuck is happening? But that was not a one-night stand that I was trying for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very drawn out.
0: Very drawn out. Yeah. Um, how do you meet people right now?
1: Well, right now, the internet is your mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a
0: swiper, or are you oh, yeah, like a okay, yeah. cupid? Okay. Uh, well,
1: at this moment, basically multiple platforms. Okay. Does um, that
0: exhaust you, or are you like
2: okay with it?
1: I'm fortunate, at least right now, that I have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. So and it's I, it's not a lot of free time, but I I have a lot of time where I can't be doing anything else, yeah, yeah. where I should be sleeping, but I can't sleep. So oh. okay, so I, I can uh, so it feels like swipe around a, a good bit. a good time to
0: swipe. Yeah, got
1: it. Yeah, and it's it's a couple of different platforms. Um, I, I find Las Vegas offers a very strange array. Uh, generally, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, there are a lot of professionals mm-hmm. who are seeking clientele, which I'm okay. That's that not not of my interest. Uh, a lot of uh, young ladies looking for sugar daddies. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of older women who seem very desperate. Mm. Very like, I'm not putting up with anybody's bullshit. This is your last opportunity. You better get mm-hmm. at me or it's all good. And I'm like, mm, that's, is that the vibe you want to send out in the world? I see. Um, and then a lot of folks who are also very fun loving and like, I appreciate your, if you're in town. Uh, I don't want to be your tour guide. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody fun and adventurous. Let's go do something. Let's yeah. go hiking. Yeah. Um. And, and tour guides a big thing in this town. Uh, yeah. Most of the women are like not interested. Have fun while you're here, but swipe left.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, Vegas has a few challenges yeah. that other cities may. It's not have. It's a very
0: unique pool.
1: It, very much so, and the th- there's a huge local population. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things I've noticed is I don't find myself connecting with out of towners.
0: Uh, that makes sense. Almost,
1: me. almost exclusively with people who live here, uh, which you know, for my intimacy level, works fine. Yeah. Uh, although I'm not like in a, a relationship headspace, I I have you know, a friend that I'm currently just sort of in a. Arrangement—it's mm-hmm. hard to mm. define.
0: <laughs> arrangement to me reads sugar daddy, just because of the website seeking arrangement.
1: Got it. Well, so, yes, it's it is not. Just
0: to clarify, okay, Al- again, although
1: cool. there is a twenty-five year difference in our age, that doesn't matter. But it's it's not a it's it's not a financial sort of. My master
0: is anyway. twenty-four years older. And yeah. Whatever. Oh, I wanted to go back uh, when you were talking about giving oral. I was realizing in my own brain that I still have some part of me that doesn't believe that that's a thing that like and and i know that my master over and over says he loves it and he loves doing it and i've spoken to many men (laughs) but as you were speaking i clocked that i just still question it and i'm just calling that out because that's blowing my mind right now and i'm wondering if you've encountered women that are like i don't believe you or like I, i can't receive i was married to one lovers this episode is sponsored by blue chew We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health. But if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chews tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Lover at checkout. You just pay five dollars for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code Lover to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Oh, I was, That was gonna be my next question. That was not to get too relationshipy, but oh, I'm and, so and, curious about the and, married. Yeah. So dynamic.
1: well, the, and the married dynamic for me was was tough in a lot of ways because we were very polar opposite. Mm. Uh, I'm very outgoing. She's very
0: reserved. Um, was it always that way, like from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there okay. there
1: were some other issues that that put us together that okay. way. But uh, in this case, you know, I live in, in a conservative community. Married to a conservative woman, we did the church thing. Oh, okay. Uh, and I learned a lot about sex in the church like this, and this
0: is not las vegas
1: no 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 this was the okay. the con- little conservative cow town up north got it um and that was absolutely one of the issues between us uh, sex in general just was an issue between us
0: what was you just said something about religion and sex or church sex oh you're not church oh, yeah. sex, but what did well, what were you just saying uh,
1: Sex in the church and yes. and the the people who attend it and and some of the the strange hypocrisy that goes on there. L- let me finish with oral sex. And yeah. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Oh um, yes. Thank you. Yeah. So, in, in her case, very much did not like to receive. Mm-hmm. Very self conscious about it. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who is very into it, it's it's really hard for for me on this end to grasp it because yeah, uh, absolutely love it. It's it's one of again one of those feelings it's it's very and then to have it rejected yeah it, it's sort of a tough blow you're you're like yeah, pink. okay well i guess we could do some other stuff and then of course being very conservative there was a lot of like lights out missionary it's tuesday kind of sex
0: lights out dark dark sex. yeah oh yeah
1: but well, because again self self-conscious
2: mm-hmm.
1: um self-esteem issues yeah so never comfortable with her own body and that kind of thing um and still yeah, we we're very good friends to this day um but it never would have worked between us. Yeah. It obviously didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh, as far as coming back to church stuff, yeah. Uh, that was actually one of the things that came up with one of your guests and, and there was a, some talk about like you know, church people and the way they feel and my exposure to it was that there are some absolutely amazing people in the church, people who you you can feel like their genuine intent when they they say things like, you know, I'll, I'll pray for you. And you feel like, I, I believe they really truthfully, yes. they sweetly mean that kind of thing. And then there are people who were there who just absolutely disgusted me in ways they're they're there because they're domestic abusers and they're putting on a good face for the judge before they get there. Um, It's, it's, there's, there's a lot of stuff like that. Some predatory behavior kind of stuff that I saw that I was like very uncomfortable with. That
0: makes me feel so creepy. Um, And
1: what some of the other things that that have come up since then in, in my dating life is dating in a conservative community. Mm -hmm. Um, Particularly what I discovered is that the women are very guarded Mm. Because of the potential for developing a reputation or whatever it is. I'm, I'm not sure.
0: You're taught to be what, because you're, you're sell, like it's a very different way of selling sex, but you're still selling it. Like it's your commodity. Yes. It's your, it's your value.
1: Yes. And well, and, and in their, their case, they're very, very conservative up front. Uh, because, like, in, for one instance, uh, a woman that I was seeing for a while, uh, a pastor's daughter. Mm. And even though she was in her 30s, still couldn't be comfortable in being, like, open and promiscuous and, and comfortable with her own sexuality.
0: What did promiscuous mean to her? Just uh, having well, sex out uh, of marriage? Yes,
1: yes. She'd been married and then was divorced, and so, like, couldn't really be comfortable with her parents knowing that she had other relationships after. Oh,
0: my God. Because um, to me, promiscuous is, like, the gang <laughs> uh, Right. <laughs> like, a
1: lineup well, boys. And... and and behind closed doors, absolutely free-spirited. Very comfortable. Comfortable Whoa. with toys. Comfortable uh, talking about anything and communicating. And and very okay. open to, like, I like this, do that. In private. Yes, but, oh, but that's publicly wild. can't because she works in a small office. Okay. And her parents' dad's a, a high-ranking member of a local church and yeah. has other family involved. In it. So it's...
0: I guess I get... Like, I mean, like, I actually get very,
1: that. Like having like the old days being gay yeah. where you don't want I can't have everybody know because then I'll get drummed out of Hollywood that kind right. of thing um,
0: I do love that she was able to express her needs in private though because yes. my my only experience with with the closed the public closeness is that there's also a closed doors closeness and there's just like an inability to communicate so I feel like I mean, every little win is a little win. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And and, and she was a great example. Of that. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I, I discovered is that, that she'd been a, a rape victim at some point. Mm. And our very first encounter was sort of accidental. We ended up in bed together and it was totally not intended to be that way. What do you
0: mean you accidentally ended up in bed together? <laughs> we actually
1: went on a road trip uh-huh. and stayed at a friend's house uh-huh. and there was one bed. And, oh, and wow. we were comfortably just going to yes. s- go to sleep. Yes. But... At some point, she had thrown herself over me and was like snuggling against me, and it it led to other things. Yeah. Which one of the things that that came about in that is that during our kissing, our intimate kissing, I was touching her neck, <laughs> which is something I tend to do. I'm, I'm very touchy. I'm very mm-hmm. I. That's one of the things you talk You're about, a like porous. like being touched. We're so sensual. I'm like I'm like yes, that's there are we like to touch. We do. And so in, in my case, I very much like that. What I didn't know is that she'd been strangled. So oh, she
2: fuck. she had very hard oh. to fight
1: her way through that, but it was one of those things that once she was able to communicate with me later, she said, I, "At first I felt very uncomfortable with it, but I didn't want you to stop. I didn't want oh. to ruin the mood, and I didn't. I also wanted to fight my way through it. And it was one of those things that later, as a giver, made me feel so good, and that she was comfortable enough to work through that, even though we we had not had any encounters before. We wow. we didn't. We just sort of knew each other. For me, that was I." I like a wonderful win for me mm. um and she became very open and communicative but knowing that and then she was from there she said look I I want you to tie me up I want to try that I I'm comfortable with you I want you to do that and you did oh yeah well and and it was I said let's let's do it in steps mm-hmm. what we're going to do is I'll tie some bandanas to the the bed post. we'll wrap them around your wrist and you will hold them in place mm-hmm. and if you get uncomfortable you just let go mm-hmm. And that was great for her, and she's like, "Okay, now do it for real." Mm-hmm. So, that that kind of closeness, that, again, intimacy being my default, yeah, that feels great. Being able to have that kind of closeness with somebody, and and we didn't have like a an established relationship. It was actually an understood sort of thing that we were actually both in love with other people but we're seeing each other
0: sometimes those are the most freeing relationships especially sexually
1: absolutely in my experience because for me i've always dated in the like oh hey it's nice to meet you i like you oh my god maybe this is the one
0: and then you freak out and then it gets yes Mm -hmm.
1: so that that period of dating for me led me to the ability of being able to say things like look i'm not really in a in a position for a relationship i'm not like financially my heart's not there mm-hmm, so if this mm-hmm. doesn't work for you that's cool if yeah. if not great we can go out to dinner we can have a good time that kind of thing and again also being older it's much easier now to communicate i don't feel like in my 20s there's, there's a lot of sort of like desperation like i don't want to say the wrong Dude, thing
0: i'm am- just over two weeks into thirty, and I already feel this freedom. <laughs> like I'm just like ah.
1: It, it just keeps getting better. I don't to care.
0: You. I'm gonna keep wiggling. You, you get more comfortable.
1: <laughs> you can, uh, you, you literally can say things like, "Are we
0: gonna fuck tonight,
1: or mm-hmm. should I just go home?"
0: But not in a shitty way. In yeah, like absolutely. A, in, like, in like a clear way. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're Love that You clarity. don't feel
1: that sort of pressure anymore, yeah. which is I'll very freeing. Yeah. And that that period of relationship dating for me was was like that. Yeah. In another vein, I was seeing a girl who be easiest to describe her as a cowgirl. Okay. And she would have a couple beers and get frisky and start sending me messages. Get over here right now. And and she I, was also very open, very comfortable and very fun. And because I was in a in a period where I was exploring very mm-hmm. much then, I was like, oh well I'll bring it I had like a closet full of toys that I'd bought. I'm okay. like, I'm just gonna start giving these to random friends. Like as I as I have these dates, I'm mm-hmm. going to like Here's here's something I brought over for us to play with. Amazing. And she went, whoa, no. Oh. And it was just well, a simple vibrator. Just a simple, like, on, off, e.
0: Really? What, like a long, yes. like a dildo-shaped one? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: very unthreatening. And I was, really? Okay. And then after we sort of communicated about it, she was very comfortable with the idea of, I could use it on her. Uh, okay, well, that, that I okay. get it. So... I, you know I'm just gonna leave it here nope you take that with you
0: what uh, why so
1: you what? Don't, you don't masturbate she' said no absolutely not so then that led to some conversations where I'm like okay well this is now we're getting uh, very interested yeah. because I, I'm totally confused because we had as far as sexually had done quite a bit yeah and now all of a sudden I'm learning that she doesn't masturbate and that it's weird for her so I I said so where' we're, you know, we're I'm totally confused. And she kind of hemmed and hawed. I said, is it the Jesus thing? And she says, yes. And I went, what? Let me, and I was having a really hard time processing it. And I, this is where my sense of humor tends to come out. I said, so let me get this straight. You can't masturbate because Jesus is watching. And she says, yes. And I said, you know, he watched you suck my dick, right? Yeah. And she's like, well, that's different because it's a man and a woman. And I'm like, but... If premarital sex in any form is sinful, yes. then whether we're man and woman that's, or I'm a gay guy having sex yeah. with another dude, what, do they mean? what how does the sin yourself. technically is the same. But oh, I know, but I just I can't work it out, which for me, church, Whoa. that's the kind of thing that church I does mean, to people. Well, that
0: is the very what? reason that I stopped going to church when I was old enough to choose that, because I am I believe that you should do what you say. Like I, that is so deep within me that I, my brain literally couldn't handle the other teens and youth, whatever it's called, like, you know, the youth group that I knew were drinking and having sex on the weekends. But then they were coming and talking and they were in the abstinence class. Like that <laughs> broke my brain and I couldn't, yep. like, I could not cope with that. So I was like, oh, I'm not that person then.
1: And I think a lot of those people grew up to be the people who had to hide it openly yeah. now because they, they. They either have to – family that they're concerned is going to judge them or they're they're basically kind of living a separate life underneath that.
0: I want to go back because you talked about tying up your partner starting with bandanas. That doesn't feel like a rookie move. So had you tied up some people before?
1: I had a little experience with it. Um, Do you
0: identify as kinky or are you just a sex lover? I –
1: I feel like everybody, especially since the introduction of Fifty Shades of Grey, everybody is kinky now.
0: <laughs> no, um, but like, do you identify? I,
1: I, I think I have to at least. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, again outgoing, and I'm very comfortable with that sort of thing. Uh, the relationship, whatever arrangement that I have currently, uh, is is has a lot of those aspects to it. Mm, um, like which ones? Um, there's. Because she is younger than I am, theres is a uh, is—I can't really describe it as like a, a daddy little girl kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. it's much more of like a mentoring kind of relationship.
0: She, Do you say daddy? Does she say daddy? Are she you? does. Strangely okay. enough, no. But um, that, I think that's and, pretty common for. It, daddies yeah, and it, well, it's a it's girls. a
1: good a yeah. good way to. It's a good title, I guess.
0: The more daddy-little-girl pairs that I meet, the more I am seeing that it often has to do with mentorship and caretaking and not incest. It,
1: well, yes. Well, and, and see, <laughs> like... that's that's actually one of the things that she is discovering is that some of her previous relationships were very, like, this is what BDSM is. I tie you up and do whatever I want to you. Mm-hmm. And now she's she and I are together doing these things where she's learning, oh... You tie me up, but it's there's, there's genuine caring involved. Mm-hmm. And there's like for torture, mm-hmm. some of her torture via me included me just rolling over and letting her sit there tied up for a little while out of breath mm-hmm. and thinking about things mm-hmm. like being alone in her thoughts. And I know she's thirsty and I know she's tired yeah. and I know she's and she said, I'm waiting for instruction. And I was like, I don't care.
0: Yeah, you're waiting. And she
1: went. Oh, and so nice. then I, I very lovingly poured her a, a cap full of carbonated soda that I poured in her mouth. She doesn't drink soda. so oh. so the only the only out the only liquid she got at that point was just a, a small capful and she was like <laughs> So she's she's learned that it doesn't have to be like physically beating on yeah. someone and enfor- enforcing your will. Yeah, and it, it, it's become really fun for us.
0: One of my favorite forms of torture is orgasm denial and orgasm overload. Yes. <laughs> it's a great way to get tortured. And, and, and our, our very <laughs>
1: first encounters were were very fun in this, the respect that uh, we met, had coffee, just sort of kind of a get to know each other kind mm-hmm. of thing. And she said something along the lines of like, I'd probably fuck you in the car right now if you wanted to. And I said, how about you let me take you on a date?
0: Hmm. And she went,
1: um. Okay, but you have to yeah. let me pay for my share.
0: It's a confusing okay, It's sure. a confusing message. Sure. I mean, just even the other night, my master was over and I we had a weird night. I was not feeling good in my body. It was day one of my period. I was not, like, I was like, ah, and I was tired and all this stuff. But it was the only night that I was going to be able to see him in the span of two weeks before I came here for work. And so I was like, okay, come over anyway. And we had a weird fucking night. And, but he ended up just like going down on me and spanking me a little bit and I had that thing of like I don't is that real are you what are you doing here (laughs) like do you are you having fun are you gonna break up with me like I like my brain like broke a little Mm -hmm. bit because I'm like that's not what we do like we didn't we didn't do all the things that we do normally and and there is some element of even though we're not in a life part we're not on a life partnership track of it in Mm -hmm. any way shape or form but I'm just like why are we just going on a date? What do you mean you just want to hang out and cuddle? I don't like, I'm like laying there being like, what the fuck is happening? And I like told him and he was like, I'm just cuddling you.
1: And yeah. I was, like <laughs> <laughs> And it it absolutely means that, that there's an intimacy there that's, that's wonderful. And it doesn't have to be totally sexual in nature. And it doesn't have to be, I love you forever. Yeah. It, it can be, look, it's the two of us here together enjoying this time. I like you. You're somebody I care about in one way or another.
0: I think if it's clearly stated, I could enjoy it. Otherwise, I spend way too much energy, like, laying there being like, what the fuck is happening? What does this mean? What's going on? What is this happening? Am I dead? Did I do the wrong thing? (laughs) Like, I, like, spin out like a fucking crazy person. Yeah. And and then I freaked out because he left my collar, like, on like he just forgot it he, and, and like it was a up, message to you i woke up in the morning and looked over and saw that my collar was on this blank these pile of blankets i'd had to fold it up and i like freaked out and i was like did you break up with me i don't know like i'm just like like it's fine if you did i just need to know and like, as somebody no. who
1: was married for a long time the hormonal stuff is real too it's so
0: well and and what i'm finally realizing is so i never had any uh what is it called? What is it called? Hormones with p- PMS, like I never experienced mood fluctuations. Like I don't pay attention. But I think in the last year or so, I am like I'm I'm older now, and so I think there is more hormonal stuff happening. Yes, and I don't clock it because I've spent a lifetime. You know, I have all my girlfriends can like feel it. I've never had it, so now I'm like a baby with my with those feelings once a You m-
1: you may start to recognize that it's as horrible. it comes back around. It's not fair. And- yes. And there, there is some truth to the old adage where husbands are like, "Oh, it's that time of the month," and then we'll just which write is it out.
0: Infuriating, uh, of if course. it's ever said out loud. Absolutely. Or I'll stab him. Which,
1: which of course, we, we generally don't say out if loud. You're smart. <laughs> if you
0: don't want to get stabbed. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> but you go, yes, dear, that's right. And, yeah. then, and then Tuesday rolls around, and they go, "I'm so sorry, I didn't mean. I know, sweetie. I-
0: I'm not mean. I just was like, what's
1: happening? Yes.
0: <laughs> Why are we fucking?
1: that's an aspect of it for sure
0: yeah okay not to talk about periods um not that we can't but i'm uh
2: lovers we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice so i'm very excited and i'm going to do my best did you know the flora app is a safe place to open up embrace your desires and find like-minded people this is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Fleur. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories, so they downloaded Floor and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection a shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Floor app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Floor invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Floor now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today.
0: I want to know more about your kinky explorations, and if there's like, what was your first foyer into sex toys, or how did it begin? What have you explored that you love, or what? So have you once that again, you haven't
1: super lucky. Uh, I was probably twenty one ish, and I was dating a girl who was eighteen, and she was very open and expressive, mm-hmm. and introduced me to a lot of those things. Um, toys and oh and butt stuff and mm. like that that was where all of the exploration like initially butt started stuff yeah, your yeah. Butt stuff? and and that was where i sort of got the like i feel like it's obligated and i i'm not interested in the like it. do it because you want to yeah. you want to yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. in. yeah um but she ended up working like at a small adult store in a in a small town so
0: sorry, I just got distracted by I want to I'm putting a pin in this, uh, but I want to ask a hypothetical question before hey. I forget it. If someone's kink was you doing stuff to them, that they actually dislike. Does that make sense? Yes. Would you be into that?
1: That's a tough one.
0: So like if I was like, I hate butt sex, but my kink is you fuck me in the ass. Like, like that's see, that's that's a tough one. line. Yeah, uh,
1: because Yes, because I'm I am not a violent person. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that it I work, have at, to be violent. I work in the firearms industry, and I'm, I, you know, I'm like a, I've done stuff. <gasps> Has like Anyone
0: that. been like fuck me with a gun?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> Which <laughs> I, that's definitely like outside my limits. <laughs> okay. Good. I, I, like when you were there was w- an episode that had some talk about knife play, and I'm like, <sighs> uh, I'm, feels I'm very that feels dangerous I'm, to me. Yeah, I'm, and I'm you know, I'm a, like a safety and security guy, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. very like yeah. I don't go. Oh, that scares me a little okay, bit. Good. But. um but like with with hitting and choking and choking my generation, not something that was that I grew up with. And then I right. I was seeing a girl for a, a short time who was 21 and was like, she said, fucking choke me. And I went, do what? <laughs> I I don't even know what that means. I How, how old were you? Uh, uh, She was 21 and I was 42. OK. And so for me, whole new exposure. OK. And she basically had it teach me. Cause did you, I, I was going yeah, like, to say, she's like, do choke? it like, like this where? right yeah, Okay. Here and yeah. Put it here. Yeah. And now gently. And now a little more. Okay. <laughs> did she talk like that? Uh, well, yeah, kind of. Well, <laughs> once you get to that point, yeah, that's true. that's true. But, um, so that, that was, yeah, the, the whole, for me though, like, um, like hitting, I have a very like with spankings and swats and that kind of thing. Uh, we just had a little adventure with a riding crop in a, mm-hmm. in a Canyon on a hike. Um, and at about 138, I'm feeling pretty like, what oh, is this? This is almost.
0: 138 swats. Yes, you counted them.
1: Oh no, she counted. She, them.
0: I mean, that's what I mean. <laughs> you, you, the two of you. Yes. Wow. Uh, okay. And that was that was part of it. in a row. Uh, well, there was a little pausing. And Did you some, get pleasure in between, or was it like a lot of pain? Uh, no, it was it was it was mostly. But okay. that was that's that's what that's, yeah. that's her yeah, king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me, I
1: I, I have to very like mm-hmm. okay, biting. And like for me, blood is out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Same. like I, I that that's way beyond my comfort yeah. level. But biting to to bruise, I'm like, okay. So the whole can I do something that my kink is like for you to do what I don't want. Maybe it depends it on depend the level. On.
0: Got it, got it, got it. That's a great answer. Okay. So, so back to your story. There was a, uh, a Oh, adult- oh the, uh, yeah, the adult bookstore.
1: Mm-hmm. Um So she worked in an adult bookstore and had access to things like wigs and toys and bondage stuff. So we had a chance to play with all that kind of stuff. Mm.
0: Um, She was 18 and she worked in an adult bookstore. Yes. That's amazing. She's amazing. Okay, (laughs)
1: great. She she went on to do all kinds of interesting things. She was like a Playboy cyber bunny. Ooh. uh,
0: Wait, what is a cyber bunny? That was when, that
1: was when like pornography was digitizing. And rather than being in the magazine, they had like uh, video layouts and that kind of thing. Cool. Um, and did some, like, online dominatrix kind of stuff. She cool. said, I want to make, like, stripper money without going into porn. Got so it. she found some ways to, to make money off of that kind of stuff. So that was my really my first exposure to it. And then, then there was a period where I got married. And all of that stuff went by the wayside. Yeah. And then single again. And <laughs> all systems Full go. Steam ahead. Yeah. <laughs> M- much more comfortable trying things.
0: What was the first sexual thing you did? post-marriage, I mean, besides (laughs) masturbate, like, but do you know what I mean? Like, like, how did you, was there a celebration? Was it sad? So there's
1: actually, this actually leads to my absolute favorite sex story. (gasps)
0: great! (laughs)
1: So, so uh, the 21 year old, or when I was 21, I was dating the 18 year old. Um, We, there was a great uh, incident where we were very enthusiastically engaged in sex stuff. And she was, she was absolutely determined to try to deep throat me Mm -hmm. and she was trying her hardest god bless her and at the the moment of truth i came and she kind of gagged choked at the same time and went and when that happened she went son of a bitch and she grabbed my hand and she rubbed it across (laughs) her nose and she said you made it come out my nose and we had a big old laugh and it, it was it was hilarious and we laughed about it and it became like the story that I would tell like we're all sitting around the campfire telling dirty (laughs) stories so I I want
0: to go to that campfire I call it
1: the snarf (laughs) so then incidentally you said what was the first thing you did after you got divorced the first sexual thing you did after you got divorced strangely (laughs) enough same woman and I reconnected many years later how did you
0: reconnect the miracles miracles of of my space (laughs) space.
1: yes thanks Tom
0: Um, everybody's friend so
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's much nicer to us than Zuckerberg ever was. True. True. Um, so we reconnected, and she was living in Vegas, and I, oh my god, I was still up north, and uh, I thought, you know what, Th- things are going well between us as far as like this this budding friendship, re like reignited sort of romance thing going on. Um, I made arrangements to fly down for the weekend, and we sort of had an a, a, a no sex agreement that okay. was not sort of like it was sort of implicitly understood that that's, that's not what this was about. Um, It's just about reconnecting and seeing each other. And, and of course passion turns to what it is. And um, it started as a, Hey, let me show you this, this cool Chinese massage technique thing that I just learned Mm -hmm. that became, and that was on her part. I I was not the instigator. Okay. Um,
0: Good clarification. (laughs) Great. Love that.
1: But it, it led to again, fooling around Mm -hmm. and at that point, she'd had many experiences in life and had lived sort of in the lifestyle and had been married to a couple of guys mm-hmm. who had, you know, uh, had foot fetishes and she'd done a lot of things. Yeah. And I think that at that point, she was like, I'm going to show you what I've learned in the time that we've been apart. It's been like 15, I love 20 that. years. And she was absolutely determined that she was going to show me that she'd learned how to deep throat and got to the point where I orgasmed and she went, son of a bitch! No! Grabbed my hand and rubbed it across. You fucking did it again! 20 fucking years and it's never happened and there it is again! So again, it made us laugh hysterically. Oh
0: my God. So... First of all, I have questions about... (laughs) I've never had anyone come while I'm deep throating them.
1: I, I don't know at what point... We were. It was enough to to cause her to gag.
0: That's wild. So
1: and now I have a new whole... bucket list item.
0: <laughs> God, I, had, I wanted to come out my nose. And, and to for years, come out my I, nose. I was
1: like, "It's got to be in porn. Surely, it's got to be here somewhere. Somebody has to have done it." I mean, that's very a very
0: hyper specific skill. Like <laughs> there, how do you how do you make of... it happen on purpose? Like that's, I don't think you can. You gotta know that's a one of those magical moment to rare... capture. Holy shit! Wait, so, wait, so does and it that was one... happen every time a woman deep throats you? No.
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, only those two specific instances. <laughs> That's correct. Um, and I, maybe it's just the perfect physical oh combination of the two of us. But, have... and that, that being the first post-marriage intimacy for me at all, I actually thought I might have had a brain aneurysm at that point. It was the kind of orgasm that <laughs> I was dumbfounded.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm. and I, oh shit, this is okay. That's the, that's the great way to get back into things.
0: Amazing. So, wow, 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 that's great. I'm I'm thinking about deep throating. <laughs> I uh, I actually do have a question though because I have only tried to deep throat one man with a gentle bend. And I had a hard time doing it. And he wasn't particularly large, but there was well, his curved, up, and I felt like I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't get the right angle. Is that come up for people? Well, I guess it just depends on their deep throating experience too. From,
1: in my experience, uh, it's it's a, a pretty limited skill set. Uh, I've seen well, not seen. I, I don't have a huge number of of uh, past encounters but mm-hmm. in those encounters maybe a handful who are even interested in trying it yeah. or are like yes that's something
0: i want to once do once i learned how i was like i want to do more uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> and that's what i have discovered those who discover they can do it go oh
0: shit that's a, a fun cool yes. trick. especially i think especially once you are not afraid of it like once you know you're not going to die once you know like it's not going to like make your neck split apart or whatever. <laughs> and I think
1: it offers a certain empowerment too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I can do this thing. Yeah. And you like that. Yeah. Which as a pleaser I get. I'm and I like, just love the oh, mucus yes.
0: it makes. I love the music. <laughs> I, I do. I think it's great. Like yep. I just I that's one of the things that I just think is so special. Um oh I had a really specific question. Oh, this is a question I've been wanting to ask men. Have you tried to go down on yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I and feel like
0: every dude must, right?
1: Yes. Well, and and I had an ex who that was a constant argument. She's like, "I know you can do it." I said, "I can't. I promise, if I could, I probably yeah. never would have wasted my time with women." Yeah. I I, I can't. I can't reach it. And <laughs> she's can't. like, "Well, can you stick it in your butt?" <laughs> no, it doesn't quite reach there. I was gonna say, either.
0: no, that's not that's not and, how it works. It's pretty close, but it, no. But no. hard, like angle wise.
1: Well, because of the 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 bend oh, in right, it, right, I, I right. am able to fold it down pretty far. But, you
0: can't you don't want to try to bend it. I when it's I can't hard. get it. No, okay, okay. But maybe flaccid. Tuck tuck. No.
1: How no, do you still. wear
0: your penis when you're walking around in the world? <laughs>
1: you ever watch the show um, um, Hell on Wheels? No. There's there's a great moment where he's getting a tailored suit and he says, I dress to the left.
0: Okay. And But is it tucked inside his underwear or like Because every man Um, has a different underwear relationship, right? I try
1: to do boxer briefs or boxers or sometimes just nothing at all. Like I I call not wearing underwear my lucky underwear. Um, (laughs) Great. And just hanging to the left.
0: Okay. And you are a left hanger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And wait, when you say hang to the left, does it tuck behind you? Is it next to your leg? Nope.
1: It's straight down the... Straight down the pants Like the... Mid thigh, like inseam. Okay, like that tends to be where it,
0: <laughs> I, these I mean, it details. Doesn't, it that doesn't live all the
1: way down there, but you know, it's it's no, inseam. but like
0: down, yeah. Okay, okay. Interesting. Have you ever had any like really awkward, hard in public? Oh situations? yes, of course.
1: Well, and especially as a young man, when yeah. when there's zero, when like, you have no idea where it's coming from. But oh yeah, uh, like it, it happens occasionally where you go.
0: Um,
1: I have things to do right now, <laughs> uh, but. It, you can you learn to deal with it as you get older
0: have you ever accidentally come in your pants and and like it like created a bad situation or an awkward situation or you were like oh shoot, no there's a stain I, on okay well
1: we've, we've you know i've been in, involved in some like heavy petting makeout yeah. sessions where yeah. where it leads to orgasm and you're just like oh well yeah i guess i'm wearing that home yeah uh but never to the point where i'm like okay trying to that's hide that's good
0: that's good Because that's the one part where I feel like even if I get really turned on or I'm wet and I'm spooching my pants, like no one can tell if I'm wearing pants and no one can tell if I'm wearing a skirt, you know,
1: and and you can know, well, you know, I spilled my drink on the way over. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just dropped this water bottle in my lap.
1: Or as you get older, you just say things like, oh, no, I just came in my pants 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Fuck it. What do you care? Have
0: you ever said that?
1: (laughs) I haven't. But now I think I probably will. I was going to say, you got a new tool in your
0: pocket. (laughs) Okay, do you have any other delicious stories that, that need telling? We've covered some really amazing ground.
1: The the very young woman I was seeing at the time, she was 21 and I was 42. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we were both in a weird situation in a, at home. My roommates were sort of on a breakup oh. trajectory. Oof. And the feeling at my house was very awkward. And she was living at home with her parents. And she was like, my family's really weird. Mm-hmm. and I, Sort of implying she wanted to come over. And I'm right. like, I don't really want to be here. Yeah. And I said... Why don't we get a hotel room? Ah. So we went to one of the local casinos, so got a hotel exciting. room, went out to dinner, hung out, and had amazing hotel sex. Mm-hmm. And in that amazing hotel sex, there was a moment where her eyes rolled back and she started sort of convulsing. Oh, And oh. I, I was like, are you okay? And she, she very, very sternly said, yes. And then sort of <laughs> went back to it. And I'm like, do you want me to stop? And she said, don't you fucking stop uh, okay. And, you know, sort of fucked through it and finished. And I'm like, what happened? She says, I I think I was having a seizure. I I think, I think, what? (laughs) And I was like, so like, you know, we should probably discuss that. And like, how do you want me to go? You know, what, what,
0: if this,
1: if this happens again, and she said, well, it's never happened before. I'm like, so how do we, how do we approach this? She says, I, you know, if, if it happens again, just continue on. I'm like, sure i shouldn't like take you to the hospital she's like not until you come on me (sighs) okay (laughs) so that that's the 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 fucking through seizure story
0: that's
1: crazy i I, I was like i'm i'm very sensitive to it yeah like
0: like, i mean we can call an ambulance and she's like like she was coherent she's like
1: nope Nope, keep going. I wonder going. if
0: it was like a muscle spasm. Did it happen again ever? Did you ever no, hear again? Did no, you? never, never.
1: Wow. Saw, oh, we, we had a few more yeah, yeah, times yeah, together, but never, never anything like that. Cause so. I did
0: get like a lobster, like I've I've orgasmed hard enough a couple of times and it's not like, oh, it was a better orgasm. It's just like whatever my nerves yeah. are doing where like I've gotten like, my hand will like curl up in these claws and for like 20 minutes, I'll be like uncurling my fingers and they'll curl back. So that happened to me two or three times in my life, but I don't, that's not, that, it,
1: that's a whole. It event. was bizarre but that's crazy like in it again after talking about it afterwards the the aftercare moments she's very much like no no keep going
0: i mean you have to respect what people's words are saying i
1: I think and we were comfortable enough i feel like if if she really wanted me to stop she would have said it
0: yeah 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 Um, that's a great as far
1: as other things that just came to mind um one of the things that i discovered from my end for the first time in a ever in relationships I've seen squirting which is something never seen women do before I
0: think it's become also very popular now that people are talking about it more
1: I think so too and also I think again coming from a very conservative community that sort of thing where they're like no nope we don't do that kind of stuff so even if they were if they did it in their their private life not the kind of thing they would share Um, so just in the past couple of years in my experience like oh hey I knew it was a thing I knew they weren't making that up yeah um So like that, that was exciting for me. And and another thing that I've, I've recently really enjoyed is the, for, for lack of a better term, the aftershocks being a pleaser. One of the things I, again, absolutely love is giving a woman an orgasm Mm -hmm. and then that sensory overload and then to stop and to. Have someone who is so responsive that they continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I'm done. And then the, there it is again. Mm-hmm. That to me is just absolutely amazing.
0: Have you ever gotten a hand cramp while making someone come?
1: Uh Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you well, do? Well, well, switch hands okay. or, or something. Sometimes also, sometimes
0: I get a hand cramp with myself on those tough days. Oh, yeah. Like, like usually I can like a minute and I'm done whatever seconds. With. So
1: potential sex-related injuries far beyond the whole rubbing yourself raw yeah. is the – underside of the tongue thing from oral uh, yes from giving oral sex the having your tongue in a oh. and smashed against your teeth where oh you're providing God, pressure right where i I've, I've had a few like the next Holy day sort of shit. things where i'm you're like, like oh man
0: i've had that with blowjobs too where so, my whole jaw like the next albeit I'm chewing in my. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't mind it so much mm-hmm. when I remember. Well, what... Like after you
1: burn your mouth with pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, Oh yeah, that was yeah, a pizza. Was
0: good. Wish <laughs> I sure could have tasted it better. Uh, have you ever? Because one of my recent favorite things is putting a finger up in my own asshole. Just like this, just like mm-hmm. this much. Have you felt the like convulsions of muscles as a woman's coming? Oh yes. I love that feeling so yeah. much.
1: And. As I have learned to enjoy butt stuff a little yeah. more, that's the kind of thing that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, the
0: I just love, I don't know what it is. I love the body feeling of yes. it. Yes. I mean, it's, and obviously I'm also orgasming, so duh, I love mm-hmm.
1: it, but. Oh, but from this end, it's also awesome. Well, and
0: that's why, like, when I, when I, like, realized that was happening, I, the next time I saw my master, I was like, put your finger on my butt and make me come. it's so cool. Like, <laughs> you know, it was yes. like, you have to feel this.
1: Yes, and yeah. and as a pleaser, that's the kind of thing you, it's, yeah. that's feedback. That's, yeah. those are the kind of things, so those cool. are the cues you're looking for when you're like, am I doing this right? Are you enjoying this? Absolutely.
0: Is there anything that's like, that you're, really wanting to explore right now or like any horizons you'd like eventually like to get to or
1: i i anticipated a question like that and mm-hmm. i i sat and i thought man what are uh as far as bucket listy sort of items yeah. uh as i said i've, I've never had a, a true one night stand never had okay, anything where right, I, yeah. I just mm-hmm. met somebody in a bar went home with them and they never saw them again that kind mm-hmm. of thing um and also i i for all of the adventurous stuff i've done i've never done anything with multiple partners. Oh. Never, never had a, a two threesome kind of thing uh, swapped or anything like that. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, that
0: might, that might yeah. be on the, on
1: the, you know, the, on the menu at some point. Great. Um, but, and
0: what about like sex parties or anything like that? Like, would you be up for that, or how do you feel about?
1: I am very uninhibited.
0: Okay. Uh, like, if the circumstances, oh are right, yeah, absolutely, people are right absolutely, and, and I've, right. I've,
1: I've done it in view of people. I've, I've, you know, oh, yeah. had
0: you know like public not, not stuff or pub- like well
1: done it in some public places but not like intentionally to be public right, right, right. Well, and, and in this day and age where the risk of becoming a sex offender just for having sex in the park could, yeah you, you have yeah. to be a little more cautious totally but uh, no done it like at, at parties with other people in the room okay or yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that goes back to even you know my first girlfriend mm-hmm. where you're just like we've got four hours yep. alone and there's one house where the six of us are going to be able to actually hang out so <laughs> we're all fucking in the living room yeah um so you know that kind of thing and I, i've never been shy that way uh so i i think i would totally be comfortable with that kind of thing mm. um mm-hmm. but i don't as a single male i don't know like, I, I'm not really well connected to the community. So it's yeah. not the kind of thing where you can just show up and be like, hey, hey creepy hey. uncle's here. Right. right you know, right, where the right. right. women at? No. So yeah. 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 <laughs> There's <laughs> – you, you have to be kind of sensitive <laughs> to that kind of thing. That's true. And, it is, and especially it is as like you get older. You, woman, I think exactly. you get weirder. It's, yeah. Like, everybody yeah. kind of looks at you a little well, more weirdly.
0: it's like you need to be vetted by a person. Like, if uh, you're yes. coming – I mean, I, th- I think that's true both ways. But women have an easier time because, like, you can show up and look cute and then people want to fuck you because –
1: you, you've got something of a unicorn
2: status. Yes, and yeah. and so
0: it's just different when you're a dude, and yeah, yeah, you need that like vouching thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you could go back in time, well, first of all, is there anything else that needs to be said? That's coming to mind.
1: Nothing great. I can think of. Okay, where do I come from? The book was called "Where Do I Come From?" Where
0: do I come <laughs> from? What a great title! I'm so Go glad look to it up, it. you guys.
1: You will love
0: this book. I'm gonna look it up now. Was it? C-O-M-E, or was it... Yes, yes, yes,
1: it was correct (laughs) English.
0: (laughs) If you could go back in time and give younger you some sex advice, what age would you pick and what would you say?
1: That's a really tough question because where I am now, I'm really comfortable. Um, I wouldn't change a lot of the things that I've done. Great. Um, More than anything, well, and the advice... Being the old guy, I mm-hmm. tend to be the oldest person at work, and the oldest guy running a particular circle. So I do tend to be the person that people look to for little mm-hmm. bits of wisdom, which mm-hmm. is weird because you probably shouldn't do anything that I advise you to. But
0: <laughs> that's uh, a but that's advice from you. What? So how do I? <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. Yeah, and there's a kink for you. <laughs> um, what what I tend to recognize in my own life is that I don't regret many things that I've done, but I do regret things I didn't do. Mm. And, and those include all kinds of things, but sex stuff too, mm-hmm. like not pressing a little more, a little more,
0: uh, not like, not like, uh, be, not like being more assertive
1: as yes. opposed to aggressive. Yes, yes, but yes. but not being more assertive sometimes. Where there are those moments where you think, "Is this happening?" Okay, good night.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
1: yeah. like yeah. Th- those are the sort of regrets that I I, I can come to, but. As far as going back in time and giving myself advice, um, I don't know. I I don't think I'd change much about it. Uh, Even even through all all the terrible things and all the great things, most of it's been pretty good.
0: Okay, something about your answer makes me want to ask one more question. Because when I think you're not the first dude I've talked to who's mentioned wanting to be more assertive. Now, granted... I know the sample size is small and the people who have been willing to come on this podcast are very open and tend to be a little more aware of sex and male privilege and some of the issues that come into play between men and women do you think if we were better at communicating about sex in general it would have been easier to be assertive in those moments
1: absolutely like it had
0: been socially appropriate
1: absolutely instead of
0: the han solo like rapey thing in, yes and in
1: we're very cognizant these days of, of the concept of consent, which for those of us who are not rapey dudes, you'll, you'll find that, you know, the, the concept of most of us get that there is a line. And so we are sort of uh, apprehensive to, you don't, you don't want to press the issue too far with, without really getting into it. And, Communication would eliminate a fuckload of that yeah. by just being like you know what is the nature of our relationship are we friends yeah is there is there more to it being able to openly talk about those kind of things i think would eliminate a lot of that there's always going to be people who can't do it
0: yes and but, I, I think we are still struggling with that and uh, i think uh, yeah. dating apps have created a new weird that ghosting thing is fucked up i hate that <laughs> I mean, I haven't and I haven't even experienced it personally yet because I'm just like too afraid to possibly experience it. So I'm just like, "Mm," just tell me everything I've been. (laughs) I told my therapist this week, I'm like, I'm thinking of going on dating apps. I think I want to ask people to take an exit survey.
1: (laughs) That's kind of a funny idea, though. Like,
0: I know it's insane, but I'm also just like, if you can't click my Google form afterward to give me totally clear feedback like that's and that's the easiest way to tell someone you don't want to see them again. You know, and and if you do, if you do, then you can just be like, no, I'm not going to take your survey. I'd like to see you next week, you know, and if you don't, then just let me know. Like, just click a button that says, thank you. No, thank you. Because I I just don't want you to disappear.
1: Oh, and that that actually, that opens communication, though, because (laughs) if you say, hey, you're going to take the exit survey, does that mean I'm not coming? Is is that the end of it? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You you come back on Tuesday. Okay,
0: that's great. Yeah, it depends on your answer (laughs) in the survey. Yeah.
1: So I, I think that'd be a great
0: I, And I think it's just if like I a were good presented with it, system, I would absolutely answer like one if it was. Before we to go me. on the date, would you be willing to take an exit survey afterward? And then if you don't it's like if I don't hear from you within twenty four hours, then it's a fuck off for the rest of forever, you don't come back in my life because you because I don't trust you. Yeah. That's my so that's my working idea that I, I haven't <laughs> created enough Genius. <laughs> I'm just such a big fan of clarity. I know some people like ruins the mystery or whatever but for me it just calms my brain down so so much that i can finally enjoy stuff
2: yeah
0: okay do you want uh, what
1: oh, i was just gonna say for a lot of us that would that would absolutely be a thing
0: i love it yeah folks that is our show for this week thank you as always so much for listening do you want to say social media or anything do you want people to find you
1: uh, i'm not scared if you want to find me on um like instagram would mm-hmm. probably be the easiest mm-hmm. it's uh G-E-W-E-H-R-M-O-N-K-E-Y, Gewehrmonkey. Great. What does that mean? Uh, rifle in German.
0: Oh, so how did I not know that? It goes
1: back to my my Gewehr. firearms related Gewehr.
2: stuff. Okay.
1: And it's mostly just food and stuff or, or pictures yeah. of me on hikes. But, yeah. I mean, you're welcome to come on over.
2: Great.